What's up, Panther fans? We did it. Do you believe it? We did it. Not only do I have the utmost pride for this team, but I may have to change my perspective on my life because now miracles exist and I am just thrilled to have witnessed the greatest moment in my Panther fandom. Jake, can you explain in words what it's like to be on cloud nine right now as the Florida Panthers have defeated the best season team in NHL history? Well, Kevin, I can't say I'm surprised. I've been very enthusiastic, optimistic the entire season. I thought this team had it in them. I think we got the right mix of ingredients. The coach has been amazing. You're looking at me with a mix of I'm going to kill you and I'm happy as well. But no, we are we are all shocked. I, I couldn't be happier to be having proven wrong. I have never been in this seat before on this side of, you know, fortune, <laughs> where the team you're rooting for as an underdog just makes it happen. There are people out there who say, oh, of course, I had the Panthers and this and that. Well, tough to say you could really believe that was going to happen when you saw the Boston Bruins up three to one in this series. But you know what, Jake? This has been a comeback story since February climbing and climbing and they get the job done down two games in the series they tie the series they bring it to game seven where apparently anything can happen and sure enough the great things happen for us this playoffs have been intense to watch the last two games may have been the best hockey i've ever seen in my entire life and i love the thing you posted jake I forget who it was from, but you said, why watch playoff hockey when you could just snort a bunch of cocaine and ride a motorcycle out of a helicopter? <laughs> it's the same thing I send to every one of my friends once their team is going to overtime. And it could not have applied more here. Game seven overtime. And of course, to quote Randy Muller, who else but Carter Verhage? Just an unbelievably clutch player for us this year. And you knew it had to be him just sniping it past Swayman. What a story for these players who have just believed the entire year. Let's talk about some of these heroes for the Panthers. I want to start with Brandon Montour. What a tour de force for this team in this series. In seven games, he scores five goals and three assists, and he's averaging 24 minutes plus of ice time. And he gets two goals in game seven. The first goal, which is huge in game seven. So there's a major percentage. I don't remember what it is, but it's almost like 75% of teams win game seven if they score the first goal. So when he puts that in, I'm going bananas. And then he gets the game tying goal when we need it most with a minute left on the clock. I'm blown away by the season he's had. And now what he's able to climb to in the playoffs. This is truly an all-star defenseman we have now on our team. He is the now and the future of the Florida Panthers. What a year for Brandon Montour. When we re-signed him to a deal after trading for him, I thought to myself, it's nice to have a slightly offensive defenseman who can't really do much else. We can count on him for 35 to 45 points a year. And I thought it was really great. This year, he erupted for 75 points or so, playing great defense, truly stepped up to be our number one defenseman. He came into this series, he saw the bright lights and he did not shrivel. Like you said, five goals, two massive ones in game seven. A couple penalties here and there that uh, we wish he would not have taken. Three in game seven. That's how it happens when you're tasked with defending the best players on their team. You're going to take a couple penalties, some of them smart, some of them dumb. All the same, he made up for it in every way and he was just elite in this series. Another hero that, you know, it's a little uh, controversial after all of the shit we laid on him all season you could say paul maurice out coaches jim montgomery in this series 
Jake, you shut your mouth, Kevin. I'm sorry. Sorry. It's just a weird reaction I had. Um, geez, sorry. Anyway, as you were saying, yes, Paul Maurice. Wow. In a year when Jim Montgomery is probably handily going to win the Jack Adams Award, after having been a very strong coach in Dallas when he was last head coach, Paul Maurice comes and out coaches him, brings him to seven, and, and just really sort of outplayed him in terms of everything along the way. Tour de force of coaching as well. That's the theme for us, Kevin. Tour to force tour to force that's it first of all paul maurice chooses to go with bob earlier on in the series i honestly thought we should have gone with lion i know you mentioned it to me over text before that game why aren't we starting lion you know lion's taking us here bob hasn't played in three weeks what are we doing but i love the quote by paul maurice saying this is bob's weight to carry this is his team as much as alex Lyon has carried us this far at the end of the year bob's the guy making 10 million dollars and we do have him for three more years this is Bob's team and this is his journey to take this team far. So I applaud him for giving him the reins, even though that could have gone very sour, but it didn't. The last two games, Bob plays good enough, I would say. He makes a huge save with one second left on the clock in game six to let us get to overtime where we seal the deal there. I struggle with the Bob decision because obviously Bob is the guy for us for the next three years. To be honest, Alex Lyon, he let in a weak goal in game one. He let in a weak goal in game three. But other than that, he was saving shots that had every business going in. He was he was really doing great. And we put in Bob, who got shelled for the worst save percentage by a Panthers goalie this series. Yeah, I think an 8-3-3 in game four. Really, really rough. While I understand the choice to go with Bob, he is the guy that you know we're going to stick with. And by all accounts, Alex Lyon is probably going to be going to another team in free agency this year. I really did think that Alex Lyon still had something in him. And I I, I don't think it's the last we're going to see of Alex Lyon. I do think he's going to get a game or two in the next series. That being said, it ended up being the right choice. We got Bob in there. He made some crucial save. I do think that Alex Lyon probably got a little done a little dirty, especially with that very famous interview. I think it was game six or game five. The on-bench reporter interviewed Maurice in front of Alex Lyon. Awkward, painful for a goalie who dragged us single-handedly to the playoffs. I think it's something that Paul Maurice has the tendency to do. I think he gets a little full of himself because he is so full of great quotes, but sometimes he does stick his foot in his mouth. Outside of that, Paul had some great decisions, including putting Nick Cousins on the second line. That second line seemed to be the one we weren't going to mess with. It was Verhage, Bennett, and Kachuk. That was an elite line to end the season. He mixed it up. He threw Nick Cousins in there. He thinks Verhage needs to get going on the Barkov line, and Nick Cousins just jumps in. And Those are three guys who are all grindy guys, but skilled nonetheless. Nick Cousins, the most grindy of them, but Sam Bennett, skilled and grindy, and Matthew Kachuk, the most skilled and grindy. So really, really cool line to put together in the playoffs that really worked out to our advantage. I think one thing, obviously, that was a big issue for us once again was the power play. Very discouraging to see us go something like three for 40 over the last 40 chances we've had in the playoffs going back to the last year. This is a thing that we really knew we needed to improve, and it was one of the main reasons we fired Andrew Burnett. So that is one of the concerns going into the second round is that power play. We really needed to keep going. 
That being said, we had some really great power plays that even when we didn't score, the power play looked like it was ready to score any chance. Uh, and we had some shitty ones, but that will happen with any team. And we were up against the best penalty kill in the league in the Boston Bruins. I expected us to have some drought, but I will give kudos to the coaching staff and some to Paul Maurice there where you did see an evolution of our power play. For example, Montour roving around. You know, he wasn't stationary there at the point anymore. I saw him circling around the net sometimes. Lots of movement happening because the Bruins were pressuring us everywhere. So again, Paul Maurice, I'm really excited to see what he can do in this next series. He seems to really have a handle on this playoffs. Interesting choices that Jim Montgomery ran through about choosing who to be goalie in what games. It's now come out that Linus Olmark was dealing with a debilitating injury during the playoffs. I don't think that makes anyone look better. I think this team of all teams has been the team that we all said had the best backup in the league. This is the rotation team. If, if you got a debilitating injury, why not go to, let me check my notes, the guy who lost five times this year and won like 25 times. Jeremy Swayman had an incredible season. Jim Montgomery mentioned you'd have to talk to goalie Bob Asenia, the uh, goaltender and coach, about why they chose to go with Swayman. It's just not a good look. Uh, two great goaltenders. I feel bad for Swayman. He was thrown in in a bad position. It's a tough, tough position to be thrown into as a young goaltender in overtime with all the pressure in the world on you. One thing I will say is that Swayman and Olmark were not helped by the turnovers committed throughout the series by the Boston Bruins. Felt like the Panthers were harder on the forechecking advantage uh, kept Boston on their heels. We got took advantage of dumb turnovers. That's not to say that the Bruins weren't also able to take advantage of some of the dumb turnovers from the Panthers. Kudos to the four check Paul Maurice has created for this team. It is so intense. We caused the best team in the league to cough up the puck in some of the dangerous zones throughout the series. And uh, at the beginning of the series, it really was which team is going to turn over the puck more. And that team seemed to win. And we managed to do that less than them and create more opportunities for them to do it uh, later in the series. And I think that's what it all came down to. Our five on five game was unbelievable. And I hope we can continue that throughout the next series. If we don't take dumb penalties and we can stay out of the box against, you know, a really good Leafs power play as well. I really believe this five on five hockey team could beat anyone in the playoffs now after seeing what they did against the Bruins. I love our team, the way we're moving five on five, even four on four, we're looking unbelievable. But you take a guy off and we're on the penalty kill, that's where I'm concerned. So I really believe that's going to be the key to us moving very far in this playoffs. One player I, I want to bring up is Alexander Barkov. A lot of people, including myself, are ragging on him for not putting up the points on the board. You saw a bunch of our guys step up to a new level that we weren't really seeing Barkov do. We need him to be more aggressive. It was an issue for me. I, obviously, he does all the little things right. You see him in the uh, neutral zone just absolutely being a defensive menace. You see him handling the puck well in our own zone. I got to tell you, that's not impressive anymore. That's the baseline for Alexander Barkov. That's the type of thing he does in his sleep. We need him scoring goals. We need him making primary assists. I want to see him shooting more. He's got an elite wrist shot and a great one-timer. There, there was a stat I saw that said through games five through seven, Florida outscored Boston three to two with Barkov on the ice. I'm sorry. That's not impressive to me. Alexander Barkov needs to be scoring more. He needs to be shooting more. He needs to be more aggressive. Uh, Matthew Kachuk is the single reason this team 
is winning. We've got players stepping up like Brandon Montour, who's elite, but he's a defenseman. Carter Verhage scoring an OT. That's great. That's kind of the only noise he's made this postseason. Anthony Duclair, come back from injury, but he needs to be louder. We need Barkov to step up. He is not a negative on this team. Any team would take him. But when he is supposed to be the best player in franchise history and the best player on this team, he's being left in the dust by people like Matthew Chalk, by people like Brandon Montour, and even by people like Etu Lesterainen, who's showing up on a daily basis and putting it all in and, and making all the effort to put it into the net. And almost to summarize Barkov's play, I noticed in game seven, when we were up two to one, Barkov gets on a two on one rush. He basically has the shot and he elects to make a pass. And of course, the defender puts his stick in the way. And I thought, man, you are in game seven and you are in the slot and you have the best shot on this team and you don't shoot that puck to seal the deal here. And I was surprised. And I just want to see him a little bit more like a bulldog. He's got to want it just as bad as we see these other guys want it. And of course, you know, he's just not that personality, but you'd like to see him maybe get shaken up and woken up by people like Kachuk leading the way. Turning to the other side of the team, Patrice Bergeron. Is this the end for him and and possibly David Cresci? Classiest player in the history of the Boston Bruins, Patrice Bergeron. Captain, one-time Stanley Cup winner, two-time gold medal winner, five-time, probably soon to be six-time Selkie Award winner. Bergeron, he stayed on the ice. He hugged every player, especially Marshawn, pretty long. They were crying, waved to the fans. I don't think that in itself means that he's done. I think he's got to take some time and sit down with his family. And I truly do hope that his conclusion he comes back to is he wants to run it back. Even though I'm so happy that we beat the Bruins, the greatest regular season team of all time, selfishly, I don't want to be the team that ends Patrice Bergeron's career. You have to have a big pair as a 37-year-old to come back after a series like that and decide, let me try one more time. But I do think that Patrice Bergeron has all of it and beyond, and he is the kind of guy who would. So we'll see if he does. I know it's really up to his family. I'm on the other side of the coin. I love him as a player, but I'm just tired of the Boston Bruins. So whatever we could do to uh, to get that team a little bit lower in the standings. Moving on real quick. We got uh, the second round coming up. Game one tonight. Versus tonight. Toronto. Can you believe this quick turnaround? These guys, wow. they must have packed their bag with the anticipation that they could potentially just go right to Toronto. These guys jump right into another game. They've been playing every other night nonstop. Uh, what incredible athletes. Obviously, we're going into a tough second round versus a team that having shed the monkey off their back of getting out of the first round might be the favorite in these playoffs now that the Boston Bruins are eliminated. Who eliminated them? The Florida Panthers? I don't know. That's cool. Whatever. Anyway, that is going to be a tough round. That is going to be a tough team. We didn't have the greatest season series against them. So we'll see how Paul Maurice can adjust to this. We'll see what happens here. Couldn't be more excited for round two. Jake, do you think that the Leafs are unburdened now? By the pressure of winning a round, do you think they're going to be able to play a little loosey-goosey or are they still just freaking in Toronto <laughs> and they're going to have all the pressure on the world on them no matter what they do? You know, Kev, we'll see. You got plenty of Leafs fans who have been saying their entire lives, oh, if the Maple Leafs can just get out of the first round, that's a team that you're going to be scared of in the second and beyond. Uh, they just need to get past that first round curse. We're going to really put that to the test. This is a team that just beat the greatest regular season team of all time, the Florida Panthers. Maple Leafs got it cut out for them, and obviously we do too. It's an elite team. Austin Matthews, one of the best players in the league. Uh, John Tavares, who previously put down the Florida Panthers playoff hopes and when he was playing with the New York Islanders. 
the goaltending situation has been shaky. That being said, Ilya Samsonov really put down the hammer versus the Panthers last time we played them. So we'll have to see what happens on this second round. Uh, but I'm, for one, looking forward to an exciting series. And no matter what, so proud of this team. We've already made history, but now we get to go into the biggest hockey market in the world and try and make some noise. Love this for our team, no matter what. I was crossing my fingers we got to play Toronto next as much as we have beef with the Tampa Bay Lightning. But to go into Toronto, let them see some Florida Panthers hockey, I'm excited to see the new heights that this team will climb with the kind of pressure and the world watching them now the way they will be after beating the Bruins and now facing the Toronto Maple Leafs. I can't wait. I'm so excited for tonight's game. A lot of us were prepared for the offseason began, and I, for one, could not be happier to have some more Panthers hockey in front of us. Couldn't be more excited for the game tonight. We get at least four more games watching these cats. I think there'll be many more. Jake, any prediction on the series before it starts? Panthers in three. Panthers in three. You almost had it last time. I will go Panthers in six. I'm going to join you there. I think uh, Panthers in six as well. Let's go cats, baby. Ow! Wow, 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 w